Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. So, did you do the crossword? I did. And did you find it thrilling? I wouldn't call it thrilling. Okay. But it was a nice puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I got it done, but it took me a while. Was that because you hadn't figured out the theme? Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have trouble figuring out the theme? And once I got to the revealer, I think I was able to figure it out at that point. Uh-huh. But before then, it was touch and go. <laughs> it was very clever, the mm-hmm. theme. Uh, there were actually uh, four themed words... And they didn't fit with their clues at all. But they had an asterisk in front of them, so you knew that they were themed clues. The first one was uh, 15 across, which was complete fools. And the answer was amuses. And then the next one was 24 across, ones with clay pigeons at their sites. And the answer was hooters. So you see, you know, they they didn't really make any sense. Um, let's see, 39 across echoes was berates. And then um, the last one was 48 across outrage. And the answer was nation. So they made no sense whatsoever until you got down to the revealer clue, which was 63 across, which was get some rest or what to do with the end of the previous answer to solve each starred clue. And the answer to that was take five. Mm-hmm. So then if you went back and like for the first one, 15 across, which was complete fools, if you took the five letters in the clue that was just to the left of it, the prior clue, uh, the last five letters were I-G-N-O-R. So you had... Ignore um, amuses. Uh, amuses. Amuses. I mean, that the word itself was amuses, but if you put the five in front of it, you get ignoramuses. Mm-hmm. So, so that was the that was the the uh, the theme. The Hooters word, uh, one with clay pigeons in their sight. If you took the five letters from the last um, part of the the clue in front of it, um, the answer to that was straps. So you had the last five letters, which was T-R-A-P-S. So that would be trap shooters. Right. If you add on the hooters. So, <laughs> excuse me. And then we had the berates, echoes, berates. Well, the five letters in front of that were R-E-V-E-R from forever. That, were, that was the answer to the clue in front of it. So, so you had reverberates. Yes. And then finally, the nation one, outrage, nation. But if you look at the five letters in, in front of that, it was I-N-D-I-G from shindig. So then you get in, indignation. Mm-hmm. So that was the theme. Very clever. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, but I had no idea what was going on. Right. <laughs> so... And I actually, once once I understood the, the theme, had to go back and correct several mistakes that I'd made. Oh, really? Well, for example, eight down, um, 
was Music Publishing Co. owned by Sony? And the answer was EMI. Right. And so I was able to sort of straighten that out. Uh-huh. Um, I think the rest of those I might have had all right. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good crossword. Other, other. I mean, the theme was, was, was clever, and the rest of it was, was um, up to par as well. Oh, I think so, yes. Um, I learned quite a few things in today's <laughs> crossword, as yes. I like to do. Um, six down, the 1872 utopian novel whose title is an anagram of nowhere, and it's Erewhon. Right. Did you have you ever heard of that? I have heard of that, but I've never read it. Yeah, I just uh, I just snagged a copy from Apple um, Books because it's free, oh. and um, I sort of it looked sounded sort of intriguing. So I hope I, I can sort of work my way through that. Okay, good. Um, I learned something. Sixteen across. Mm-hmm. Carry zero weight idiomatically. Cut no ice. Said cut no ice. I've I've heard cut no. Maybe cut no slack. I don't know. I, I don't think I've heard of cut no ice before. No, carry zero weight. Um, cut no ice with me. I mean. You could say to a person, you could cut them some slack, or you don't have to cut them some slack. Right. But I've never heard of cutting someone no ice. <laughs> perhaps it's perhaps a, uh, Simeon Siegel, who wrote this, is from somewhere in the Arctic Circle, where they talk <laughs> about cutting ice a lot. Well, perhaps. Perhaps he's from Iceland. It could be. <laughs> um I seven across certain bowling alley buttons, and I was thinking of of reset because I, I was ignoring the fact that it was plural, and so oh. it's just like well reset doesn't fit. Oh. But then I realized eventually it's like oh it's resets because yes. it was buttons. Yes, and I don't know if there are any other buttons there. No, I couldn't <laughs> think of any. <laughs> I know there's a ball you sort of rub your hands on to wash them, which well there's air you know that you can kind of. Dry your hands so that right. they don't stick to the wall. <laughs> all in all, it sounds like a very unsanitary sort of sport. <laughs> well, when you think about it, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, seven down in that. You're wearing shoes that other people have worn. Right. You're, you're carrying a ball that other people have stuck their fingers in. So, Ooh. yeah. Probably okay. need to uh, wash up after every bowl. <laughs> yes. There we go. Um I don't think the uh, the American Bowling Association is going to want us as representatives <laughs> after this. I love to bowl. I think it's fun. Oh. I, I don't bowl very often, but I haven't bowled in a long time, but I always enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out of resets in the other direction, seven down, midnight cowboy roll. And I was like, is it Rizzo? I think I might have been thinking of Lizzo. And <laughs> and so I had Rizzo, and then it evolved to Ratso. and. Well. I, I I was getting closer, and b- briefly I thought about matzo, but I thought that has <laughs> nothing to do with it. And then I got a grip and and realized it was Ratso, R A T S O. Well, yeah, but the character's name was Ratso Rizzo. His oh, it last w- name was, was Rizzo? Rizzo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I feel better about mm-hmm, that yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and close to that language in which crossword puzzle is, and I'm going to attempt to, and probably surely. Uh, mispronounce this, um, Krusvortenigmo. <laughs> and Krusvortenigmo is um, es- Esperanto. 
Yes. And here's a, a concept that's sort of a blast from the past. Yes. I don't think, I don't know, maybe maybe people don't need Esperanto anymore. You know, between Google Translate <laughs> and, and ChatGPT, maybe there's no longer a need for a universal language. You just need AirPods or you don't, something. You don't really hear about it anymore. No. Mm-hmm. At least it's not, you know, I don't have a whole bunch of Esperanto-speaking friends. Right. Listeners, <laughs> if any of you speak Esperanto, bon, and um, that was good in French, which might be good in Esperanto, I don't know. Uh, drop us a line and tell us about your experience in speaking Esperanto. Uh, crossword podcast at iCloud.com. It'd be funny if we got like 30 or 40 people <laughs> sending in. All writing in Esperanto. <laughs> That's right. So we can't how read would, anything How would we say? know? <laughs> well, except we'd be able to translate crossword puzzle. <laughs> I guess, yes. Uh, next to that, page detached from a magazine is a tear sheet. Yes. It sounds like a right the right name for oh, it. Yes. Uh-huh. I've heard that term. Hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, 13 across the counterpart to a receiver legally. So I started thinking about uh, football players. Me too. <laughs> and it's just like, I didn't know why it was going to be a legal, you know, it's sort of like is a running back. I don't even know the right position, <laughs> but, um, but it was a signer. I don't even know if I'm, I'm I have a feeling I'm mispronouncing that. And a, a, and a signer. A S S I G N O R. Right. I think it is pronounced sino. It looks right, mm-hmm. but I can't say why it looks right. I, <laughs> it, it's not something that, I mean, a receiver is what? I, I don't even know what a receiver is Some, <laughs> in, in, in terms of. It, it's a, I think must be a legal term. I don't know. If there are any lawyers out there, also, uh, please don't sue us and feel free to chip in as well. And, well, and, you know, like when you do a mortgage contraction, you have the mortgagor and the mortgagee. Okay. So this is the assignor and the receiver. Would be the assignee? No, no. It's the receiver. See, because it said the clue was counterpart. To a receiver. receiver. Legally. I think it should be a receiver. <laughs> well, or receivee. Or receivee. <laughs> or oh, assignee. Well. All right. <laughs> but but I, I don't know. Um, Maybe that has something to do with estates. Or... That that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think so. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, rickety piano, 70 to cross, in old music biz slang. I first went for spin it. Oh. Because <laughs> that's an upright piano, right? Well... Yes. Well, so at least there's a piano. It's a small piano. <laughs> um, but not like a, what was the name of that toy piano? There was, oh, drat. Um, there was some, or is a spinet? Is that is that like a toy piano like like uh, Schroeder would play? Oh, no, no. He plays a toy grand piano. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, spinet is an upright Okay. Piano, but it, usually the strings aren't as long because it's a smaller piano. I mean, they they make a nice tune sure. sound, but but not like a grand piano. But there's some name for the toy piano that that Schroeder would would play. Oh yeah, but I don't know what that would be. All right, be. well, boy, I we're had, doing really. I had one of those too when I was a kid. We're so. doing really well here today. Anyways, <laughs> the correct answer for the rickety piano was not spinet. But tin pan. Tin pan. Which sounds right. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, 19 across. Pride is to lions as parliament is to owls. Mm-hmm. And we had that before. Yes. 
And there's sort of an implication there that that members of parliament are wise. And I think <laughs> that, that, that I, I think they really need to 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 rethink that that uh, simile there. Um, but anyway, I don't want to get in trouble with with any of the um, uh, countries that have parliaments. So we'll we'll gloss right over that. Uh-huh. Did you know? Um, 26 down Walt Disney's middle name Elias yes I actually did you did I did um, did you know that Elias has been in the top 100 boys names since 2015 really yep that I did not know so expect to run into a lot of Eliases in the near future <laughs> I guess I guess mm-hmm. no. Anything else there that that caught your eye well uh, I thought it was interesting that we had 53 across, event involving floating, in brief, which was IPO, and the very next one was some drafts for short, and that was IPAs. Yes. And I always get those two mixed up. Oh, really? So uh, so this is maybe going to help me from now on to know the difference between an IPO and an IPA. Right. Well, O is for offering, right? So it was an initial public offering. Right. And, and A is for ale. Right. Mm-hmm. Initial public... I'm not sure what the IP stands for. I don't know either. Um, I'm pretty sure the A is ale. Mm, yes. So, yep. So I thought that was rather interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another one that I thought was kind of... Well, oh, I, you know, the one that went along with Nation uh, before it. Hoedown example was Shindig. Shindig. I haven't heard that term in a long time. That's one of those places where when people gather, they tend to say, what the deuce? A lot. (laughs) You'd think. I think so. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Um, So listeners who are wondering what the in-joke is, uh, there was a clue uh, several months probably back where the answer was, what the blank, and it was deuce. And I've just been enjoying saying that that (laughs) phrase ever since. Yes. You it's just the perfect, <laughs> you know, uh, policeman calls, pulls me over for speeding. I'll be like, what the deuce? And then I'll get arrested. <laughs> so maybe I won't say that. Yes. Um, and I also made an assumption about the gender of the person who, who stopped me, which is probably not correct. So a police person. That's right. So another one I found interesting. And as you were saying, you were learning things. Yes. I learned about cut no ice. Mm-hmm. I also learned uh, about 42 across Annual D.C. address since 1913, and that was SOTU, or right. State of the Union. So you certainly knew SOTU. Yes, I did, but I didn't, I didn't realize that it was only given since 1913. I thought that was something that presidents always did every, every Well, year. there had to have been the first president to do it. I mean, probably George Washington, you know, first day in office was like, well, better write the old State of the Union. <laughs> It's, or you know maybe they did it but they didn't call it that or it mm-hmm. wasn't a it wasn't a formalized thing it was just like oh yeah got to got to recap everything i've done for the last year it, so, isn't it was that, a performance review <laughs> isn't that like required like like the the presidents have to do that i don't know that it's required I don't believe it's required. Oh, I thought there was something like in the Constitution said you have to report oh, back no, to us. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh-uh, no. Um, let's see. 
45 down, tree whose first four letters are an anagram of another tree. Great clue. The answer yeah. was maple. Yes. So maple and, of course, the melp or lamp. <laughs> I'm, I'll get it eventually. Palm. That there we go. Correct, yes. Although I don't know if you're familiar with the lamp tree. <laughs> no, I've never heard of it. It's that. very easy to spot in the dark. <laughs> um which is ironic because listeners, you should know, we've had a, a massive storm come through here and we're recording this in the dark. Yes, we are. Um, but <laughs> thanks to the power of batteries, it's not really <laughs> affecting us very much. Not too badly yet. <laughs> um, oh, another one I thought was kind of interesting, 54 down, or no, 34 down. So you can tell I'm in that dark. I can see the little numbers. <laughs> you are you are using a phone, yes. and it is glowing. So I, and I shouldn't because the battery is at about fifty percent now. So I want it to last until the lights come back on. No, thirty four down. Some spirits, and it was genia. Genie. <laughs> genie. I think it's just genie. spelled with two eyes at yes, the end. Yes. Right. I've never seen it like That's that. the plural of, of genie. Genie and genie. Or how do you say that? I, I just say genie. Genie? I think so. Okay. All right. Okay. I definitely think we have we have now come across <laughs> another candidate for, oh, that's how you yeah, pronounce it. Because then how would you know if it's singular or plural? No, if they're pronounced the same. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll investigate that. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll add that to the to-do list. Okay. Um, oh, another one I liked was 47 down, spaced out, ditzy. Yes. That's a great word. I don't <laughs> think I've ever seen that in a crossword. I'm sure it's been in there. But, right. But ditzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 um, one of our favorite sites, of course, is X-Word Info, and they very kindly, when they present the solution, will tell you what is a uh, a debut word, and there were... There were two. Um, one of them was cloyingly sentimental, was goopy. Yes. That, so I, I thought that was kind of a unique word. Right. Goopy. Sounds like something that would happen in a, in a, in a salon. Yes. And uh, 32 <laughs> down, one who's meditating might be in this lotus pose. Oh. What a, uh, what a great phrase there. Yes. Uh-huh. So, but... Um, so, Yeah. Another one, um, just the juxtaposition of 63 down and 60, is that 65? No. Yeah, 65 across. Both clued as one-time presidential nicknames, and one was Abe. 65 across was Mm -hmm. Abe, and then 61 down was Ike. And as I think about presidential nicknames, those are the only two I can think of because those are the ones usually used in the New York Times crossword. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were others. So. Well, I mean, you know, Joe Biden's nickname is Joe because <laughs> yeah. he is officially Joseph, right? Uh, I guess. <laughs> and I suppose Donald Trump's is Don. <laughs> Oh, no, not, I, don't I don't think, think people so. call him that very much. No. Don. Don, okay. Don Trump. Let's see. <laughs> and, and, and Richard Nixon was Dick? Uh, tricky Dick. Tricky Dick. Well, depending <laughs> on your uh, perspective. And then, uh, let's see, Bill Clinton was, I mean, he was William Clinton. It was, But those really aren't, I mean, those are just not really, yeah, nicknames. Yeah, they're too close. In fact, <laughs> Abe is really, 
He's called Honest Abe. Right. So they could just call them On. Uh-huh. So anyway, I thought that was rather clever. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I enjoyed this puzzle. Yes, me too. Um, and I think we're going to wrap it up there then. Okay. So it's getting darker. It's getting darker. <laughs> yes, it is. Fortunately, not on the screen. So thanks everyone for listening. And remember, we love feedback of any kind, crossword podcast at iCloud.com. Please do something to make this podcast go viral. We would appreciate a five-star review wherever you're listening to this. And we will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.